welcome back to another TPP Team Profile and Projection. And on today's episode, we are doing the 2020 Philadelphia Phillies. Phils. The Philly Phillies, which cracks me up. Doesn't take much sometimes. Doesn't take much. It's good. I mean, you just picture any other team. Yeah. The New York Yorkers. Right. The New York New Yorkers. The Chicago Chicagis. But we just accept the Phillies. Yeah. We just accept it. Absolutely. Even though it's weird. It's all right. It's normal when you think about uncreative classic. people from like the 20s. Yeah. 1800s. People are so dumb going back in time. It makes sense that the they'd be ca- it makes sense that they'd be called the Phillies, right? Watch an episode of Mad Men and there's pregnant ladies smoking. Yeah. Smoking in general's dumb. A little bit. A lot of it. Smoking weed? No. There you go. Smoking weed has a drastic effect on you and doesn't hurt your health. The Phillies. Talk about a bunch of smokers. People from Philadelphia just attacked their whole culture. Jeez. Just gonna be, I thought this was going to be a nice episode for Philly fans. You're going in. You're going, you're going at the core, not even the baseball team. Yeah, I think if you, I think the the Northeast from Philly to Boston is like the smoking cigarettes region okay, of America. That's better. Yeah. yeah. When I, I thought you were just solo in Philly, I was like, that's a uh, tough they break like their for six. Philly. They like their six. That's um, a tough break for Philly. I think so. When I moved to California, like no one smoked cigarettes, and I moved back here, in, like in high school and college, and it's right. like everyone did. It's it's cool. It's definitely a cold winter Northeast. Type that's what the cool thing. kids do. The Phillies changed a lot, Jake. Yes. New manager, new shortstop, new pitcher. And yeah. these people's names are, they bring, brought in Joe Girardi. Joe Girardi, he's Br- the manager. Zach, Zach Wheeler. You can see the pitcher, the shortstop. Pitcher. Pitcher. Should have closed those windows. That's a plane flying by. It's a plane. Earthquake. He talked through it. Uh, five-year contract for Wheeler. They brought in Neil Walker. Didi Gregorius was the shortstop. Didi Gregorius was the shortstop. You're right. They have a fucking ton of minor league They've got veterans to camp. They've got veterans actually trying to make the team, which is fun for some odd reason. They have so many minor league contracts. Disco Neil Walker, Josh Harrison, and those are guys that are kind of penciled in to make the team as of now. Ex-Pirate teammates? Uh, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ronald, can, Ronald Torres? Toe, little baby Toe, Mickey Moniak. Um, no, I always I'm confusing Mickey and Mikey. Mikey Matuk, he's the MLB guy. Mikey Matuk. Mickey Moniak's a big prospect. Mikey Matuk looks like he, he needs yeah. to be punched in the face. I don't know anything about him, but he has a very punchable face. <laughs> you and Mikey have always been on bad terms. Um, and then yeah, in the bullpen, I mean they've got a a litany of guys. I know you like when I say words. Logan Forsythe forgot to mention him. He's trying to make it. But uh, in the bullpen, like, Tommy Hunter, he's coming back. He actually got a major league deal. So then it's Blake Parker, uh, Francisco Liriano. You probably remember that guy. Anthony Swarzak, uh, Bud Norris. Anthony Swarzak, we think, is a friend of the program. Slash, yeah. we think him and he likes Plouffe. Him and Trevor Plouffe have gotten into trouble back in the day. So uh, the Phillies are a good team. Zach Wheeler and Didi are the big ones. I, I guess Zach Wheeler's the big one. I mean, a hundred plus million dollar contract. Didi's just on the one year. Uh, where are you at with the Phillies? I have no idea. Some good moves. I mean, I think the manager change was really smart and necessary. Right. Uh, 
We we went to Philly's camp, and I, and I, we're, if you don't know this already, Jake and I are Yankees fans, um, and they have so many ex-Yankees in the yeah. clubhouse. We we were in the clubhouse. Like they have David Robertson, Didi Gregorius, um, Joe Girardi, Topper, the bench coach, Rob Thompson, uh, Little Baby Toe, Ronald Torres, Swarzak was a Yankee for a while. McCutcheon is there. Neil Walker was a Yankee. It's crazy. Bryce Harper was a fan. Bryce Harper was, oh, man, he used so, to just dream. He used to actually, uh, for Halloween, he'd just paint pinstripes on his face and walk around town calling himself a Yankee. If you have a pick of it that, was send in, that over. It was embarrassing. Send that over. Kutch. But anyway, I like what the Phillies are doing. They should have been good last year, and they weren't, which was odd. Like, their lineup's good. I feel like their pitching was really bad last year, and they had a lot of injuries and stuff going on. Robertson went down. McCutcheon went down. Um, trying to see who else. Um, there was kind of the weird – it felt like there was a weird Harper adjustment period. He got off to a slow start again, yep. and then he turned it on late. Uh, so it, I, I'll give some Phillies fans some insight here. When we were going to camp and we were talking yeah. to guys, we were in the clubhouse, we were walking around – just chatting, and I'm not going to pull any direct quotes or name any names. Sure. But I will say confidently that th- the vibe, and there were some words spoken that, like, how's the new manager? And they're like, oh, man, like, yeah, we didn't realize what we were missing in prior seasons. Yeah, and I, it doesn't have to be shots fired at Kapler. I, I think no it, can be, saying, it can be more of, it's more of a compliment to Girardi. I think The Girardi, whole regime. Yeah, and, well, I, I think let's – and the best way to do this is to compliment Girardi. Girardi's a really well-liked manager um, with a really good track record, and he's had a couple years to step away from it, and it'll be inter- interesting to see because he's seen – I mean, he essentially got fired for being too controlling, and I won't. I don't want to say militaristic, but yeah, just I, I, a traditional manager. He was there for 10 years. I think the Yankees were going to move on no matter what. Yeah, the voice kind of got old, but he's also like – Kind of hard on the guys, and after after 162, I mean, that's the opposite of every manager yeah. now. It's to babysit them and have fun and keep yeah. things loose. And Girardi wasn't that guy, but he has that personality. He just kind of didn't bring it to the managerial role. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but, but mostly what they were talking about was, like, actual structure right. and guidance. Yeah. They were like, we were missing that the last couple of years, and we have it now, and you just you, they didn't realize. Some of the guys we talked didn't realize it at the time. Yeah. So it was, it, it was interesting. So Phillies fans... Your players are excited. They uh, they feel like they have direction now. They, yeah, yay! They they uh, need Wheeler to be good. I didn't kind I kind of didn't realize that they paid him a lot of money I, to be their number two. In in my head, I thought that Wheeler was going to kind of come in and be like their three guy, but he's he's penciled in the two hole, and they they need a big year from him if this team wants to compete because. That's kind of the weird thing going on in my head right now, Jimmy, is I think when we did the Mets player pro- TPP, team profile and projection, uh-huh. we were on we were on the RV, the RV was literally driving and was making some good Mets jokes about that. I think if the Phillies and Mets rosters were switched, mm-hmm. and the New York Mets team was in was called the Philadelphia Phillies, we would be really high on that team. I think if the Phillies roster was on the Mets, we'd be like, this team doesn't have a chance. That's an interesting thing. Because we really liked the Mets roster, but, the, but Mets, the Mets have the Mets stigma to them. Yeah. This is deep analytics, but I think you're right. I think if I think if you put this roster in the New York Mets uniforms, 
I'd be like, this is going to get fucked so easily. Their pitching is kind of whatever. The, the lineup's great. So let's we'll go back to that in a second. But this pitching makes you nervous. Like, yes, Aaron Nola is a great young pitcher. He got off to a bad start last year. He can be really good. He still ended pretty decent. I mean, mm-hmm. he ends with a under four ERA and a uh, one sixteen ERA. Yeah, plus. Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola is a great one to have on top of the staff. Wheeler makes me a little nervous. And then you get into Arietta Velasquez, Eflin. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm getting worried, and especially when you compare this to, you know, if you're going to be playing three, four-game sets against the Mets, the Nats, and the Braves, like, just thinking about those teams, I don't know. I'm I'm worried about the Phillies pitching. That being said, we haven't talked about the lineup, and the lineup is really good. Yeah, Velasquez is a really interesting pitcher, man. Have you looked at his, like, starts? What's, what, what, are you, what are you seeing, Jimmer? Just a classic, like, doesn't get out of the fifth inning or barely gets out of the fifth inning while giving up three to four runs. Right. So you're like, okay, dude. You're you're, not winning, you're you're not not losing. You're not winning and you're not losing. You're not killing us, but you're not helping us. Right. And you're. it's more, I would lean more on the bad than the good when he does that every fifth day. Like, listen to this game log to, to, to end the season. Five innings pitch, three earned runs. Five innings pitch, three earned runs. 2.17, bad. 5-2, like that's okay, good. Yeah. Then three innings pitch, one earned run, so that's bad. Um, 4.14, 5-2, good, but not great. 4-2, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like. <laughs> he's there. He He's doing something. He's there. Um, Can you be like brutally mad at him? Like, I don't know. You He's a tough guy. See, you think he's there for? Doesn't matter. And then, I mean, for me, then we go into the bullpen, and I mean, man, the bullpen doesn't make you go crazy either. They did bring in Batances. We forgot about no, that no, the they Mets. didn't. That's the Mets. I That's always the think, Mets. I always Phillies. think about Girardi and Batances. Like if we, if the Mets bullpen was on the Phillies, we'd be like, "That's a great bullpen." But we yeah. don't say that because it's the Mets and they're a disaster. We were pretty complimentary to the Mets. We were pretty complimentary, and so far we haven't been high in Philly, especially with the smoking stuff. But. I mean, even <laughs> even looking in the bullpen, man, like uh, Hector Norris, he had a really good year last year as the closer. Um, I mean, that's a guy you can believe in. Uh, Jose Alvarez was was solid. Suarez is young, but uh, I don't know, man. I mean, Sir Anthony Dominguez, did he figure it out? He was supposed to be kind of their solution at closer. He had an okay year last year. Sir uh, Anthony Dominguez. Sir Anthony. Um, I don't know. Right now, I'm currently concerned about the pitching. Because every other team in the division has pitching. That's true. It's a tough division. It's a tough division. All right. Wheeler can be good. Correct. I mean, he's got the stuff. He should be good. He should be good. And, hey, maybe we, we were at Philly Spring Training, and we saw they had the, the cool new analytics stuff going, and Wheeler got paid because he had a really nice year last year. I think Zach Wheeler could have been even better last year if you look at some FIP numbers and and all that and all that jazz. Well, the Mets fielding wasn't really yeah, and the Mets don't use defenders. So I mean, o- over the past two years, Wheeler's pitched sixty starts, so thirty starts a year. There's some math for you. Strikeout per inning, so he can be the good number two on the staff. But they they like need him and Nola to be good. Because, I mean, Arietta, you can't bank on right now. Velasquez, you just went through that. Eflin, I think he was solid last year, but also his FIP was terrible. So, uh, I don't know. Right now, a little nervous about the Phillies pitching staff. Arietta coming off injury? 
Uh, yes. Okay. So maybe he'll return to form. So, yeah. I mean, maybe there's something there, but he was he was starting to decline a few years ago. Um, I know. I was surprised. I told my brother-in-law's brother that I thought Arietta was a bad signing for the Phillies. I mean, his ERA has gotten worse. His special years with the Cubs did felt special. Yes. Not like they were going to be the norm forever. Ooh, okay. You know what I mean? Kind of. He, uh, he was really good for two years. Well, yeah, I know. That's my point. I don't think, like, even when that happened, I was saying at the time I wouldn't sign him long-term because I don't think that projects. Well, and you also saw him on the Orioles when he was terrible. I didn't even know who he was at that point. Yeah. He was a no-name. Um, So, I don't know. He had three really good years Like, he was Chicago. the same way I think about Gossman now. Ooh. So, if Gossman has a really two good years, I'm not like, okay, Gossman, go sign him to a yeah. five-year contract. I mean, that's tough. I mean, he won the Cy Young, and he had a couple Cy Young voting years around that. So I like, know. I'm not saying that his good years weren't good. I'm just saying I think they were huge albatrosses. I mean, that's tough. That's three years out of his nine-year career. So, I, I don't know. But he's, he's, his ERA has gotten worse the past four years. Ten-year career. Coming off injury. Three, nine, I don't know. Not a math pod. A uh, couple injuries in there. So, uh, I don't know. They they need Arietta to be a guy. Yeah. A guy. He doesn't have to be a dude. He needs to be a guy. They barely have a dude. They've got one Nola. and a half dudes. Nola's a dude. Wheeler's a coin flip. Wheeler's a coin he flip. He could be a guy so easily. Could easily be a guy. He leans guy. He could be a dude, too. He leans guy. It'll be interesting to see. You like him much more as a three than a two. Love Wheeler as a three, hate him as a two. So I'm saying there, guy, yeah. dude, he's a guy. He leans guy. It's tough. He's right in the middle. So I don't know. Let's um, the pitching and hey, maybe they can snag a guy. Where we we've mentioned a few times that you know guys like Archer, Alex Cobb, who knows will be available at the trade deadline. The Phillies will probably be looking for arms all year. Good news is they probably won't be looking for a lineup because they got a really good lineup. Yeah. Ridalmuto. Thinking about leadoff? Arguably the best catcher in baseball. They, I, I read recently that they're thinking about having him be the leadoff hitter. Have some fun. Romuto, Gene Segura, Bryce Harper, Reese Hoskins, Jay Bruce, Didi, Scott Kingery, and Adam. How do you pronounce that? Hassley? Hassley. I think uh, they, they can mix that up with uh, when yeah. McCutcheon's healthy. Yeah, McCutcheon will come back. Yo, it. it the non-roster invitee is, like, yeah. pretty cool. They're really having an open tryout. Yeah. Like Josh Harrison, Neil Walker, Lil Baby Toe. Who else is part of that? Logan Forsyth. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. It's fun. Because, like, Fangrass has two spots on their bench open for two guys yeah. are going to get that. You'd think you'd see that more, but you don't. No. Um, Spring matters to these guys. Yeah, and maybe there's a little Girardi effect, more veterans instead of a lot of teams these days would say, hey, let's give young guys a shot in those roles, but they're bringing in MLB-type guys. But, yeah, man, I, I think it goes over. Look, and you can do some funky stuff with this lineup, and I, I guess a big chunk of it, where do you fall on Reese Hoskins? Um, I, think, I, I, I think he's – I don't know this. Uh, Phillies fans, if you're listening, sure. cue me in. Is there a big debate over Reese being good or bad in Philly fandom? Because – Old school fans that still just look at batting average. 
Oh, there has to be. May, there has to be a, a contingent of elderly a, Philly fans. Everyone's like, this guy sucks. Everyone's two twenty. Yeah, everyone's grandpa hates Reese Hoskins because I mean he got one ten OPS plus last year and eight nineteen OPS, but like his on base percentage is so much higher than his batting average. It's crazy. Two twenty six batting average, three sixty four. I gotta shut that window. Yeah, I would. Uh, I, I would pencil in Reese for a pretty big year. Um. He led the major leagues in walks last year, and I, I don't know. I mean, he's just a dude who he he came up. He'll never be as hot when he came up. He went on one of those crazy homer streaks, a, a Kino style, and then he had a really good sophomore season. And yeah, he just took a he he had kind of a a May year for what I think Reese Hoskins could be. Again, led the leagues in walks, um, got on base at a three sixty four clip. When he's right, when Harper's right. Um, and I mean, this lineup is going to be deep. I mean, the guys you mentioned, Real Muto, arguably the best catcher in baseball. Jay Bruce is always going to give you an at-bat. Didi was in the middle of the Yankees lineup the past couple of years when they were doing historic things. Gene Segura, a really good ball player. So, uh, should we do Kinger, a little like uh, IT guy? Should we do a little IT guy? Should we do a little PSA for Phillies fans about Didi? Like what you're getting, what what to expect, what to be excited about? Sure. He's pretty fun. He's a character. Yep. Got a lot of talents. He can draw. He spent his off-season uh, learning how to video edit, which was crazy story. Like, in his off days, he just went to Yes Network and taught himself how to edit yeah. video. He's better than me at it now. Incredibly talented. Speaks five languages. Baseball-wise, really good defensive shortstop. Consistent. Can make the flashy plays, but makes all of the easy plays. Yeah. Firearm. He says that he probably unloads his arm like five times a season at yeah. short. He's, He's got a really strong arm. I, I'd say underrated defensively because he is a tier below the special defensive guys, the Andrelton Simmons and those guys. But um, coming from a Yankees fan's perspective, there's there is a fear factor that they're going to miss Didi's present at shortstop, um, and they have like Glaber Torres jumping in, who's also also pretty talented guy. Uh, and yeah, Didi, don't. Here's what you shouldn't expect from Didi: opposite field power. No. He, he's he, never gone oppo taco home run. I don't think he's ever had no. an opposite field home run, but he's got a really, it's not like a beautiful lefty swing. He kind of drops the hammer on balls. Yeah. But if he gets into a groove, he's good. One, he had one prolonged slump with the Yankees and then some injury stuff. Other than that, good guy. I mean, right now. Oh, not a great base runner. Not a great base runner. No. Yeah. So there you yeah. go. That's might, what you need to know. That might have been the first time base running was brought up on the TPPs. Yeah. Wow. Tough break, Didi. Tough break. Friend of the program. But, uh, yeah, I Shares mean. a birthday with me. There's just, and and when you get McCutcheon involved, like, this team is going to work you. Um, Harper, Hoskins, McCutcheon are huge OBP guys. And then everyone's got power. So, I mean, they, they are your modern-day lineup. They got a bunch of guys that can get on. They've got a bunch of guys that are going to hit double-digit home runs. Um, do we need to talk on Harper more? I think because it's a Phillies podcast or, you know, an episode, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, He's either the most overrated or underrated guy in baseball, depending who you talk to at a given moment. <laughs> it's true. First-round pick, phenom, cover of, the, cover of whatever at, like, age 16. I mean, yeah, man, his, his numbers are – Good, but not special. He, he special. came like up with he Trout. A, he has a career 897 OPS. He has a career 137 OPS plus. Great, good numbers. Really good numbers. 
But I understand people that are like, he's no trout. It's like, because trout's fucking the and best nobody's trout. ever. And I'll, I'll, I'll go hands up. It was a joke in our PFB chat when they first came up. We did a trout Harper thing all the time. And I was like, let's give Harper some time to figure it out. And then when 22-year-old Harper won the MVP, I was like, hey, maybe we do have something here. Mike Trout might be the best player ever. 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 So, um, you know, when, when you put what Harper has done and you don't compare him to Mike Trout, I think we'd still like Harper. You want to see him healthy, uh, and you want to see him, if I remember correctly, I think the past two years he's just gotten off to bad starts. Cause there was, he doesn't like curveballs, Jake. There was the All-Star game uh, year where he was in the home run derby in, um, what was it? It was in Washington. So, yeah, last year. He first, won it. Right, but he had a terrible first half. Yeah. And they they were saying, should he even be in it? Because people wanted to do that stuff because they forget it's just a show. Um, Pure but, entertainment. But, yeah, last year, Harper, um, first half of the season, 839 OPS. Second half, 941 OPS. Okay, Bryce, come on, buddy. 2018. Let's see if my, my memory serves me correctly. It rarely does. Basically the same thing. He was an 833 OPS in the first half last year, 972. So they need to figure out... They need to do that trick when you have a pitcher that gets roughed up in the first inning, mm-hmm. that you do fake first innings or you try different things. They need to do that with Harper because they need to convince him the second half is the first half. Yeah. They also so, so they had a big problem he couldn't hit breaking balls last year. Sure. And Mickey Cap, not Mickey Callaway, uh, Gabe Kapler, same dude. Mickey brought Adelon. out brought out the curveball machine, like right. the pitching machine yeah. set the curveballs. Your favorite. And Harper was like, "I'm not, that, some people can do that. I'm not going to do that." Right. And they're like, "It's kind of for you, man." Yeah. Like he he hit 199 batting average against breaking balls last season, with good. with with an expect ex, he hit 195 batting average against breaking balls last season with an expected batting average of 199. Like he was not just good. right awful just against the breaking ball last just year. Big bad. Fifty percent whiff rate, <laughs> and what what I'll say is and he's he's never been great. Like that has been his kryptonite because he's got that weird swing that for a curveball just doesn't match up to me. I mean, he's been great. He won an MVP against. I mean, never against been great off against off speed. Gotcha. But last year was worse than the worst. Yeah. And hey, who who knows? He's had a lot of injuries, and you know, baseball keeps getting crazier and crazier. That you know, in your third and fourth at bats, you're going to see a guy that throws a hundred and he has a wicked slider. So, and it may, maybe Bryce struggles with that. I'm personally, I'm rooting for a huge Bryce Harper season, and I think you should be too. Bryce Harper is great for the game of baseball, whether you oh, yeah. hate him or or you're unsure. Well, even if you hate him, that's what makes him great for baseball. Exactly. You, you have a thought about him. Um, you know, he's got the mullet now. He's got the facial hair. Lean into it. Um, but yeah, I mean, the guy, the guy, quietly over the past one, over the past five seasons, he averages thirty three home runs and ninety seven RBIs with uh, you know, a four hundred and over four hundred on base percentage. So the guy is really good. Mm-hmm. He's not Mike Trout because nobody is. And uh, yeah, how about how about that? Okay, it's good. Do you think they should lock up Real Muto? Um, I wouldn't have a problem if they do. Um, I think, I mean, Real Muto is as solid as they come. Um, you know, he's a guy that can win you a silver slugger and a gold glove behind the plate. Um, uh, okay, next combo. Sure. Before we wrap it up. Turns 29 this month. Who's playing on a contract year? Didi Gregorius is. He took like yep. a pillow deal, cushion deal, whatever you want to call it. Jay Bruce is. Sure. Tommy Hunter. Um, 
D-Rob is, and he's said he feels good, said he thinks he's going to come back earlier than expected from Tommy John. Hector Neris is, so two relievers there. D-Rob would be big for them if he could come back nice. That would oh, yeah. that would help stretch out that bullpen pretty well. JT Romuto and Jose Alvarez are both on contract years. So. And uh, prospect-wise, the, the guy that everyone's talking about is Alec Baum. Baum? Yeah. Um, potential third base guy. Supposed to have a really good bat. He's probably going to get a chance this year. Um, again, if, if he turns out to be special, that would be an interesting guy. To add to this lineup, but um, we don't see them being sellers at all, right? I think the division is too good. I think they're gonna, I think they're going to be in it, but I, I, I think they're better than like four teams in the West, and the Central is going to beat each other up so much that the second and third team in the East may, you know, they're going to be chasing the wild card come trade deadline. I'm in on the Girardi effect. The lineup plays every day. Girardi took Girardi takes losers and makes them into not winners but contenders. Yeah, like, like he took the 2013 Yankees, which was the worst roster ever, won 90 games. I I think this team will be around and should be around. Yeah, to see them as sellers, it's it's almost impossible to see that with what Girardi can do and and the depth there is in this lineup. Yeah, um, I think there's no way. What I will say is, I mean, in the NL East, one of these teams has to drop out. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be a four-team race to the finals. And when I look at this pitching, like, I in my head, I see one injury away from them not being able to compete with the Braves, with the Nationals, and, and with the Mets. Damn. I, yet, at the same time, if the pitching does enough, this lineup can be special enough that the Phillies will be in it till the end, if not a wild-card team. Okay. They won 81 games last year. Right. The over-under is set at 85 and a half this year. 85 and a half for the fight in Phils, huh? I'm taking the under. Mm. Wait, that was a gut call. Ooh, gut call. I got to think about it now. Now he's thinking. I always give, thinking. Yeah, I give the audience my gut call, yeah. and then I give my think about it call. Um, The gut call and the think about it call. This is a tough one. Yeah. I mean, Mets, Nationals, Braves are... Good. They're good. I'm low on my nets. I think I'm high on the Mets. Just scary. I'm staying with the under. I don't think they're going to be bad, but, uh, oh, dude, that's kind of tough. Like, is Girardi, it, your guy. I just said he took a shitty team and won 90 games. Yeah. I think I'm going to go under. I've, I've kind of been negative vibes this whole po- podcast. I, I love the lineup. The pitching worries me, and in that division – it's really good, and they all have pitching. <laughs> so, um, your injury line, a pitcher will get injured. I mean, if they lose Nola or Wheeler, who again, we don't even know if he's a dude or, or a guy. guy. Oh my God. If they lose one of those two for an extended period of time, they have one starting pitcher they can lean on. And that's tough. Being man. rude to Eflin. I mean, a little bit. I think he's fighting for a forward five. Can't right lean now. on Eflin. No. So I'm going under, you're going under. Under. Damn, tough, tough break for the Phillies. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were going to be high on that. Because they've kind of been Yankees East, like you said, Girardi. I thought we were going to come into this episode be high I on love Didi. I'm high on the lineup, but yeah, I don't I don't know, man. That pitching did nothing for me. Brutal. Fun fact, Andrew McCutcheon proposed to his longtime girlfriend, Maria Hanslobin, on December 11th, 2013 uh, episode of the Ellen DeGeneres Show. Wow. 
proposed on live TV. It was probably tape delayed, but that's probably tape delayed. Cool. See you guys later. Thanks for hanging out. Good luck, Phillies. We lo- I feel like we just opened a can of worms. You were being a jerk. I think Philly's a fan base that's been kind of neutral with us, and now we might be out. I like him. I like him to be in wild card contention. But under. But in wild card contention. Division's going to beat it, beat itself up. Tough, man. See you later.